Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you very, very much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great day, great weekend, and you're going to have a great Sunday ahead. It is always good to be at home um, on the weekend. Um, I know it's getting very hot for you all and it's summer is coming so it's always great to be uh, alive and well this time of the year. So today's episode, we'll get straight down to it, is on the question of democracy. As you know who says, is democracy under siege in India? Is democracy failed in India? Has democracy... Um, is democracy failing in India? Or is it selective outrage to suit their political narrative? Well, let's just start by a YouTube video I was watching. It was a super little small YouTube influencer documentary on the cities of Afro, uh, of India. On the West Coast, from Gujarat to Maharashtra to, to Goa to Karnataka. Now... The, the gentleman who did the video had a great documentary going on. He was interviewing some people. And they were so very nice, the cities. Absolutely nice. The, doc, the, the documentary was fantastic. Uh, the interview was fantastic. Uh, then he asked uh, a question towards the end. Have you ever faced racism to the uh, Siddhi? That means the uh, Indian of African descent. If For those who don't know what Siddhis are, they were bought here, unfortunately, as slaves uh, pre-Portuguese era uh, from Africa and uh, ended up here in around Goa where the Portuguese were and Portuguese did not treat them well and guess what, uh, you know, they were scattered all about the place. They've lived a tough life, but like most uh, people of the subcontinent during its time, no different. Uh, but yes, they were slaves, uh, bought in as slaves, unfortunately. Today they're free, they're free to be who they want to be uh, and they're fantastic people. Now, the interviewer asked the Siddhi uh, lady, um, have you ever faced racism? And here's what the reply he, she gives. Yes, people ask me where I am. They cannot believe I'm from here. Uh, they cannot believe. Uh, they ask me if I'm from Africa. I'm from America. I'm from Canada, from Europe. Uh, they don't believe that I'm from here. They ask me for my identity. Um, look, that's not racism. Anyone asking you a question is not racism. It's just being curious. It's just being, um, yeah, uh, concerned for people who don't seem like you. We know very well that for the first 60 years of independence, we, before the internet revolution, we all stayed in our little corners. We never went anywhere except to our native place. We used to say, where are you going for holidays? Oh, my native place. That's the only thing we would say. Uh, and we would go to our little, back to our little village and come back and we thought, oh my God, we went on a holiday. That was the India until the 90s, till the end of the 20th century. Um, and basically that was it. I was lucky once to go to Delhi, uh, on a holiday. Um, yeah. And, and it, it was great going to Delhi, but besides that, 
I have to say, the only thing I know is my native place where I lived and my native place. And that's the only place I used to go. Why? Because the country isolated us. Uh, the Indian National Socialist Congress uh, controlled the media and the academia. They did, not, they did not tell us about other states, other communities, other groups in the country. We never knew that there were Indians who looked more like Chinese than looked like people in Maharashtra or Indians who looked more like the Japanese. Um, you see some of the BJP leaders now from Nagaland and all, and they look like, you know, the Far Eastern people, Japanese or Korean. They don't look like Indians, normal, regular Indians. Um, you see Africans, and we never knew that there were Sydneys there. We were not even allowed to uh, talk to each other. Having an opinion was a crime. And we were supposed to submit in silence in the name of respect. But in reality, it was divide and rule. One group would say something to the other group, who would say something to the other group, who would say something to the third group, and each one told us that we were the we were better than the the person that the group other side of us. Even even among communities within a community, intra community. So if we had Christians, if we were Roman Catholics, we the Roman Catholics were told by the establishment. Oh, the Anglicans were bad. The Protestants were bad. And, and the Protestants were told, well, the Roman Catholics were bad. And then the two of them said, oh, well, the Syrian Christians are bad. And the Orthodox Christians are bad. And everyone bitched about the other. It is nothing to do with racism. It's only now with the... Um, only now with the um, internet that we've seen so many groups, so many communities in India, so many languages, we never even knew about this. I couldn't even say I knew everything about the city where I lived, uh, the place where I lived. Um, so there are you know, I've seen documentaries within 1900 di dialogue, uh, languages and dialects in, in India. Um, I'm sorry, I've never heard about all of them. I can't say, although I was born and brought up in the land, I can't say that I know every part of India. And so when you see people out of the blue, of people who are completely different to the mindset you were indoctrinated with, that you're a poor little victim, or you're persecuted, the Hindus are bad, the Hindus are bad, non-stop. At one point you will ask, you will be scared, you, you, because we are indoctrinated with fear by a community that this other side, whoever the other side is, even if they look like us, we are, we are scared of them. They are the devil. They are, they are coming to get us. We must be careful of them. We don't know who they are. They, we've been indoctrinated with this fear. And, the, and it's not racism at all. So when we say democracy is a failing, when the member of parliament from Wynad, the congress member of parliament, who some people call Papu, when he says democracy is failing, his democracy, which was suffocating flat earth congress mentality, uh, us versus them, you isolate people in groups, you, you give them uh, knowledge that suits the opinion you want to, you have, or the answers you want to hear, you, you indoctrinate them with supremacy and fear at the same time, force them, indoctrinate them to vote for you, become your vote banks, then you spread hate between one group and the other and supremacy and say oh we are better than them that one's better than us she's better than him 
this us versus them, us versus them flat earth mentality is what socialism is all about. And then the only thing you will, they will tell you is, oh, caste, oh, this is because of caste. They will not tell you that they are fueling the fire. They will only tell you that this is, um, oh, a Hindu caste. It's not that, you know, socialists are, are driving this narrative and this agenda to pit us one against the other, the divide and rule. Um, it's it's not that uh, we have been isolated, um, but they will only say Hindu, 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 and this us versus them, rich versus poor, one, uh, black versus white, um, is a socialist narrative that is falling through the cracks because now we have the internet, now we can see people of different groups. Uh, of different types, communities, we can get to know languages, we can get to know people, we can see life completely different, uh, we can see different aspects of life, we can talk to the other side and, 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 and register that all that we've thought was absolutely useless. Uh, the fear-mongering that this, the Congress narrative forced us to absorb was useless. It was just to keep us on a slave plantation to make them our, their vote banks to make us their vote banks, um, absolutely useless Congress, fear-mongering, and so the, their democracy of suffocation and subjugation and subservience to Gandhi supremacy has failed. So this is the democracy they have been talking about. They are not talking about the real democracy. Real democracy is about having a choice, having a voice. It's about pluralism, okay? It's not about submission. It's not about submitting to respect. It's not about not asking questions. It's about asking questions, challenging the status quo. It's about having an opinion. It's about developing that opinion. It's about gaining the knowledge, learning, in, in using every junction in life as an intellectual laboratory, um, making the adjustments and turning those adjustments, knowledge, plus and minus, into power to be ready for the sunrise the next day. That is what democracy is. But their suffocating democracy of the Indian National Congress is all about submission in silence. We have to accept what they want. We have to accept their vote banks. We have to carry the baggage of their slave plantations, of the, of the colonizers who colonized colonize us. We have to remain relics of the empires. And anyone, someone asks us the question, we just have to scream victimhood, victim and all hate speech, hate speech. But in reality, it's a narrative, it's an agenda that they are driving to de uh, demonize India elsewhere in the world because they know the moment they demonize India, the economics will collapse. And if the economics will collapse, the, the current Indian government will come down to, to their knees and guess who these leftist socialist um, flattered theory, uh, flattered groups will take over. Can you believe how sick you got to be to want to destroy a country just so that you can get to power? At the end, they are drunk on power. That's all they are. That is why the democracy has failed, because the, the alcoholism, the, the opium addiction of power of this Gandhi supremacy, supremacist family is the seat of the problem. They are losing out. They cannot 
adjust. They cannot accept that the generation who they, they brainwashed, the two generations who they brainwashed to be their slave, their vote bank slaves, have now woken up through, through conversations, through opinions, through having a voice, has finally said, no, I'm sorry, I'm not buying your crap anymore. Your fear-mongering, your imposition of this minority versus majority on us, forcing us to carry your baggage, uh, your ideological and your socialist baggage, which is absolutely useless, is over. We are not submitting to, the, to your supremacy anymore. They cannot take it, so they go around the world. Democracy is failing. No, the socialist suffocating democracy has failed. Democracy is about having a voice. Democracy is about we, the people having voice, getting together uh, and, and making sure that, th that those who represent our voice the most uh, will do what what the majority wants in the name of economics, as long as economics is being uh, promoted, as long as stability is being promoted, uh, as long as the country is secure, corruption is down, investment is up, um, and innovation is up. That is what we want. Uh, but no, the Congress cannot uh, say that. So democracy is failing. And I have to tell you, um, in the ancient world, our democracy was uh, everyone had a voice in the circle. Um, if you go back as far as you can, um, Sanskrit uh, scholars, Sanskrit texts tell you very clearly, we had debates, debate after debate, where everyone challenged the other, uh, everyone had a voice, and um, challenging other people's voices, challenging other people's appointments was exactly how it um, was exactly how it, it worked, and that's why we became such a great civilization. Uh, we did not become a great civilization just like that. We became, we challenged every single status quo, we challenged every single opinion, we um, we challenged uh, the knowledge that we have, we, we improved on the knowledge, we made it better, we transferred it to the world, we had universities going out to the world, the best on the planet, when, when uh, Europe didn't have any universities, we did. Why are we a third world country? Because of this Abrahamic suffocation and supremacy that has now been indoctrinated into our mind for the last thousand years or more, thousand, 1500 years, we have come to a stagnant point where suffocation and silence of our voices and our crit critiques um, and our critique of the uh, feudal system which is run by the Gandhis um, is that actually the democracy of the day. They cannot see someone challenging them. They have to uh, snub you, slur you, and that is what their, um, their idea of democracy. So their idea of democracy is calling people Islamophobes, fascists, uh, neg um, um, uh, minority genocide, uh, us versus them, minorities are failing. This is their complete democracy. Uh, slur, sl slandering people, um, um, uh, insulting you, degrading you, um, and indoctrinating you from your from the the um, the base of your mind for 
every single day that you're of your you have to live in fear that you need to vote for the congress is the only way they can help you with your mental baggage that's been driven into you by your priest by your mullah your tullah by your secular pundit uh fake secular pundit um that is the only way um they they got our votes and no, I'm sorry, we're not living in fear anymore. We're not going to be told that we are victims anymore. We're not going to be told that we um, are slaves and we're going to live, live, live in fear of a perceived genocide when we know that our ancestors were the ones who committed the genocide in the first place. Um, you know... Um, we, there, there's a saying, the universe is not punishing you or blessing you with karma. It's responding to the vibrations of your energies you are sending out. Um, because you, we are a, a vibration, we are a magnetic field. And if we don't have this magnetic field... Um, this magnetic field, our vibrations, works in frequencies. And these frequencies um, are like currents and waves. We work in cycles of currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves, as I like to say. So clean those currents, make every junction an intellectual laboratory. The moment you invest in negativity, you will get negative fruits of the action. But if you invest in positivity, you will get the fruits of the actions. If we saw Rahul Gandhi, if we saw the Congress going anywhere in the world and uh, talking well about Indian economics, uh, being proud of Indian economics, even if they were not in power, we'd have faith in them. But they are selling us a negative agenda. They're always going and whining. Their whinathon all over the planet is uh, it uh, mimics that of Harry and Meghan Markle, who scream racism all over. We know they were lying. We knew they were making up the stories. We knew they were peddling a narrative. And that's why... Um, the United Kingdom doesn't like them anymore, not because of racism, because they invented the racism, their perceived racism. All the woke people fell for them. All, all the poor little black people, my color, my uh, mind of color, my body of color, I'm a woman of color, all this color coding narrative of victimhood is what they drove for three years. Now that cycle has come to an end, and this is exactly the same whinathon Outside in the world, uh, where Rahul Gandhi goes and says, democracy is failing, we need the intervention of the United Kingdom um, and um, UK, when, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, we don't, because the history, our history shows us very clearly that it's, um, pluralism brings about uh, democracy. Pluralism has been the seat of Vedic thought because thought is 360 degrees at every junction. Thought has to be critiqued. Thought has to be challenged. Thought has to be uh, up, um, uh, empowered to have voices from different angles. It's not about subjugations and, oh, my, my feelings are hurt just because you've been indoctrinated with supremacy. These are some of the, uh, of the, of the trappings of success of the current government that the Congress doesn't like. Um, so Congress has been played with divide and rule and the current government says, no, it's Vikas for all. Um, 
the current, the, the previous government, the Congress government, only played us minority versus minor, uh, majority. They put them, they gave, took our votes. They put the money in the pocket. There was no investment of negligible investment in infrastructure. And 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 that is why they cannot un- they they cannot accept and they will not accept. There are people that are better than them who are doing the work and they are not getting credit for it. They are also the the masters. They are also the agents for the colonial empires. And we the people are no longer voting for them. These so called minorities know they've lied, so we're not voting for them because they don't get their votes. Their colonial masters are asking them for a report card. They don't have a report card to give. So that's why Rahul Gandhi goes and says democracy is a failure. It's it's a polarization of the other side. Well, for 60 years and even before that, the church, who we were part of, polarized us against Hindu. There was Hindu hatred across the board, lock, stock and barrel, day after day after day after day, in different formats. So the official narrative was the Hindus are, uh, we respect all religions, we love each all religions, we want, we help all religions, all Indians are brothers and sisters behind the table, there was something completely different. That's why you have Roman Catholic comedians uh, talking about not helping each other for COVID because you have always have 5% of the people at the bottom of the barrel. So uh, the church always polarized us. The mullahs and tullahs always polarized us. And even there were, I'm sure there were pundits who would have polarized us to vote for their Congress people. But those, that divide and rule is not working anymore thanks to the internet. So the, their fear-mongering um, is not having an effect. Uh, we're taking out their Hindu hatred and saying, no, I'm sorry, you may call us bucks, you may you say divide and rule, you may brainwash us to live on a moat of fear only so that we don't leave and go to the other side. But we are saying no to that. Their caste we know is a lie. Varna is a lie. We know that Dalit is a lie. The fear-mongering, uh, divisive mania and politics is not working. Um, corruption, uh, suffocation um, is all going down. Corruption has reduced. Suffocation has reduced because we have a voice. They want us to believe that having an opinion is a crime, but having an opinion is no longer a crime. And that opinion is what they don't want. They are scared of our opinion that we don't believe what they're saying anymore. Um, one person said, actually, uh, on the internet, Islam doesn't need us. We need Islam. I'm like, oh, really? Uh, I'm sorry. No. Um, religion, we don't, doesn't, we don't need religion. We don't need their Abrahamic, whatever, suffocating religion, whoever it is, even if Hindus are suffocating, socialist religion, Marxist religion, uh, suffocation is not religion, uh, forcing us to absorb your your um, perceived pluralism and and. Fear-mongering is not religion. It's, there's nothing religious about it. It's just power politics. That's all, to control your mind. Um, so we choose to rise above the status quo and not divide ourselves into my, minority and majority. And we, we don't stay quiet anymore. So they've threatened us, lock, stock and barrel. And their threat 
threatening is oh uh, the current government is fascist the bjp is fascist it's all about the name calling us versus them they've done it for three thousand years they will not stop because the currents will not stop um and so you have to change you have to heal and remember this fear mongering is the only thing that they have to divide you and to use this fear and this anxiety to to step on you to rise to power but Democracy is not failing. Democracy is more empowered today than ever before because more people have a voice and we don't have to be subjugated to the voice of the colonial uh, hangover that the mullahs, tullahs, padres and pundits have. Neither do we have to hang on to the voice and to the colonial hangover of the license Raj. Um, so the the progress uh there's no there was no progress under the previous government um supremacy and entitlement and the ego was the only progress that's the only thing that's progress their entitlement to have the opinion to control the opinion to decide for everyone else that their way of life is perfect although it was a superficial foil that was put on top um, as a Teflon coating to di- deflect our, our, the real problems, to deflect our opinions and give us a fake, um, you know, perceived uh, uh, utopia with their narrative and their language. But in reality, we knew the country was coming down. Demonetization work was the best thing that ever happened, but they absolutely hated. Why? Because it worked. Because they, the people who control the license, uh, Raj, was sitting on top of all the piles of money. The moment the Modi government took off the money, they became poor. And that's why they kept saying, oh, well, the poor uh, are frightened, the poor are feeling, they didn't. They don't care about poor. They were sitting on the tons of money. The poor knew that the sick government that was there before 2014 was sitting on piles of money. The mafia was controlling them. And because of that, uh, they couldn't go anywhere. Uh, they couldn't do anything. There was there were blocks at every nook and corner. Uh, with the demonetization, all these mafia outfits, the, the license raj went out of business. Uh, digital currency came in, UPI came in, and that, my dear friend, stops the corruption right at the source, at the vendor. He now has a QR code. He now has a UPI account. Uh, it is fantastic. The money goes, it, it in, increases the tax bracket. It enlarges the tax bracket. And since only, what, uh, eight crore people pay uh, taxes, you know that. So all those are grumbling should first tell every Indian that they have to pay tax. But if they're not paying tax, then somewhere you have to get the money to feed them because you want the best country, you want the best road, you want the best trains, but you do not want to pay your tax. That is not acceptable. Money doesn't come from God because God has never paid. All he's done has created genocides. So yes, uh, that that was the best thing. We know that Pakistan from their mafia that was controlling the Indian subcontinent, their mafia disappeared because now everything is now uh, cordoned off and financially they are in a fix. Uh, financially, they cannot do what they want anymore because everything is now digital, which means from unconventional financing, terror financing, they are now finan- They have to take conventional loans because their loans are piling up. The economy has gone down to the train and that was because of demonetization 
monetization. The Naxalites, the same thing. Demonetization, their, their money went out of power. Their bootlicking of the Congress went out of power. And the only way they could stop was either give in or continue and be killed by the Indian Armed Forces because they had no more money left. So, uh, yes, demonetization was a fantastic success. Uh, the only people who were crying were the corrupt people. Absolute corrupt people, and guess who's led by? By people, uh, by guess who's the one who's crying the most? Yes, my dear friend, uh, Rajdeep Sardis. I, I can't believe that man. Um, so the Congress jihadis don't make any money anymore. Their Congress mafia doesn't make any money. Their Christian padres don't get free land. Uh, proselytization is in question, and the so called um, im im imposed minority status on us because they never asked us for minority. Um, we're now leaving. We've left and we're not voting for them anymore. I don't vote, but there are plenty of us are left this minority plantation. We are not vote, not only voting, we don't want to be part of their sick relics of empires. That's done. Um, so their perceived intelligence and their fake supremacy is out the door. So we know demod, uh, so we know that they have to scream, they have to show a report card to their bankers and to their mafia, people who depended on them to run their colonial hangover. So the only way they can cover up for their for us is oh the BJP is about polarization, the BJP is about uh, democracy is at stake. We need foreign intervention. No, uh, you don't. It's an insult that you go to another land to talk about foreign invention, intervention when you know your, your report card is a dismissal zero. Um, so they've turned uh, into um, it, they've turned into an absolute mess. They don't like the fact that the 370 was removed um, and Congress handover of Kashmir to basically Pakistan, it was stopped. And the mullahs, tullahs in Pakistan who would, were, were not very happy because absolutely not they're not they want to take over pakistan they want to take over the indus valley water treaties uh it's all about the water because they have no water then they have nothing kashmir is about the water not about the people and from then there slowly onwards they take over haryana they take over punjab and they take over the indian subcontinent which is a big no no we're not letting it happen uh using the taxpayer funded money for terrorism to the back door to finance terrorism is also stopped uh, our use of a printing machine, uh, Indian currency printing machine, I heard, I, I cannot confirm it, but was handed over to, to some Pakistani people. Uh, I, I've heard it on the news, whether it's true or not, I cannot confirm it. Um, so all of this has come to an end. Um, the Islamic colonial takeover through the back door of Kashmir stopped in, in their tracks and the current government has gone into Swatch Bharat mode. I mean, Swatch Bharat not only of the garbage on the street, but Swatch Bharat of corruption, of uh, Naxalites, of mafia, the Pakistani mafia, the Gupta, Gupta gang mafia, uh, uh, economic terrorism, uh, Swatch Bharat uh, cleaning off the 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 ignorance of our mind, the socialism, the subjugation, the fear of our mind, that is what they don't like. Don't like. They want us to be subservient to them. 
the Congress always thought there would be an internal power, but now that they're not, they have to give their report card. So yes, my dear friends, their democracy is at stake, not the Indian democracy. Indian democracy is as vibrant as ever, and the minorities are shedding off this minority tax because no one wants to be a minority. We just forced this narrative to run a Congress agenda. In reality, we are not minorities. It's absolutely sick that the Congress thinks that they have the right to speak for us. No one gave them the right. No one. They this is their perceived right because they think they have programmed us to believe that we are their vote bank slaves. Uh, they not only the, this Gandhi family, they they absolutely despise Hindus. They're not even Hindus. They're not Dharmic people. They are Marxists who despise the Hindu civilization with a passion. Their goal is to stop the Vedic revolution, stop the Vedic uh, civilization in its tracks and replace it with Abraham, Abrahamic perceived egalitarian flat earth hip, uh, suffocation. It's not going to happen. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, when they don't get what they want, they cry to the wolf, 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 wolf. And everyone, they think that everyone's going to submit to them like, like yesteryears of Yes Master. And so that's why they go abroad on these foreign channels, speaking to us that Modi's about fascism, dictatorship. He's not playing the rules. He's not playing by our democratic rules set by our colonial masters. And so he goes running to the same colonial masters, which his great-grandfather was having great affairs with, and trying to complain to them, see, see, they're not playing by the rules. They, the rules were set by the British, the, the democracy was set by the British, and now the Indian Hindus are not following it because they're fascist. Well, guess what? Every time he points the finger at someone, he doesn't define who, the, who India is. But when he points the finger at someone, he shows us a mirror image of who he is. Um, so... Uh, all it is, is the leftist cabal for 60 years broke our spirit, lied, brainwashed us, threatened us to, to, to believe in them, threatened us that if we open our mouths, they will, uh, they will abuse us, they will beat us, they will, uh, they will uh, economically strangle us, they've put fear into us that we should submit to them what we're not submitting anymore. They wanted India to be that pot of gold, a uh, continuous pot of gold for their Marxist secular gangs. But in reality, they could not produce anything within the 60 years. And in the 10 years that the current government is in power, almost 10, uh, 10 years, they think it should be perfect, absolutely perfect. And because it, if it's not perfect, they give gives them the right to say, see, I told you this is polarization. See, I told you this is flat. Um, this is uh, um, this is fascism. Oh, Modi's fascist. No, my dear friends, it's not polarization. They have done more in 10 years than the, the leftist cabal have done in 60 years. I've seen, I've seen documentaries on Canadian TV. I've seen documentaries on um, absolute um, uh, American TV where Indians, Indians, yes, uh, um, who are cribbing about how Modi is fascist, minorities, minorities. They are using minorities as chichard to run this agenda when they don't have any 
a right to talk in, in, in a narrative of every single person who, who considers themselves a minority due to brainwashing. Uh, they, don't have the, they don't have the right to talk in a narrative like that because no one asked us. Uh, when we were young and when we came to this country, we were told never talk about your, uh, your native country ever to a bad about it to anyone. Don't ever talk something bad uh, because it's your country. Whatever happens in your country, you must keep it in your country. You don't talk anything bad today the congress and their law and their and their slaves are all about the planet degrading india de uh, de demonizing india only to run their secular brainwashed agenda and they are talking left right and center they are talking on canadian tv american tv british tv all the small channels they are talking because they have an agenda. They want us, they will never do what they want us to do, but they want us to do what they brainwash us to do uh, and what they have done, what they asked of us for 60 years, they will never ever do in, in any lifetimes of theirs because they are above the law, they are above the moral standards, they are the moral standards. So when they say jump, we have to say how I. But guess what? Let me tell you, this is not about um, minority versus majority. This is not about... Um, democracy is failing, democracy is vibrant, democracy is doing fine, and the minorities are just taking off this minority tag and throwing it in the garbage bin. We are finding our voice, we are first standing up, and as someone who was a minority before, I can tell you this is a scam, absolute minority scam. Um, we are not having a problem. Democracy is doing fine. We just have a voice and we choose to use the voice to tell that, that socialist cabal, you lied to us, you used us, you destroyed our childhood. Now we are standing up and saying, no, enough is enough. Goodbye, good riddance. Um, and um, absolutely, um, I hope that people will not fall for their vinathon everywhere in the world. Rise up, heal, my dear friends. Do your homework. Make every single junction into an intellectual laboratory. Heal from the inside. Have that conversation. Take your responsibility and you will get equal opportunity. Remember, we are all currents of the same ocean. We're currents that form our waves. It's our currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. So if you want to change something, you have to change yourself. You have to rise above the status quo and you should have uh, confidence in yourself. Every time you engage in fear-mongering, you're going to fail. Your ego is going to come down and the problem is you. The problem is not on the other side. So go ahead, have courage to rise up above the status quo. Do not, in, um, do not indulge in, in uh, fear-mongering, uh, in vinatons. Be positive and you can change the world. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Have a great evening. And thank you to Mother India. Thank you to the great civilization who gave us so much. I cannot be so more grateful and I cannot be more thankful. Um, cheers and have a great day.